NNF After Dark is brought to you by Sandpiper Vacations. For all of your vacation planning needs, visit www.sandpipervacations.com. Tell them that the No New Friends podcast sent you. to NNF After Dark. Chris is going to take you through the highlights of the previous episode and maybe even say some bad words, plus celebrity interviews, and much, much more. And now, here he is, the scumbag reselling hoarder himself, Chris Yob! Welcome back to another amazing episode of No New Friends After Dark, where we dig the hell in to a parfait. Like, we are digging so hard and so far into this parfait that I thought a parfait... Listen, a typical parfait has three layers. This one has, like, very, very many layers. I'm, I'm, we're, we're, like, eight layers deep, and we're getting deeper by the week. You're so um, deep that we have no idea where you end and Nick begins. Yeah. <laughs> I've been told that several times. Um, I hope you enjoy this part tonight's parfait. Tonight, dig into this parfait in the Sandpiper virtual studio is Scott from the No New Friends podcast. Hey guys, and- I'm the guy who hosts the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and our very own emotional sport gay, Nick. I'm back. I was gone. I was and gone last you were gone. I missed, I missed you. you. You know, I you did, never texted us when you. you landed. And so I immediately turned on the news to see if you died or not. Like any rational person. Yeah. Yeah. That'll make a lot more sense. That reference, Nick, when you listen to after dark, the one that you missed. Yeah. 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 Please don't text us when you land. Like we'll <laughs> know. We will know if you don't make it. Um, <laughs> So that being said, uh, you not the, the absence of you not doing something like Texans when you land leads me to a lot of thoughts. Uh, a lot of people think since I own my own business, I don't work a lot. You know, I'm not, I've never worked and I never do anything. And I'm sure you get that too. But it's not as funny when you make fun of you. So you never get the brunt of it. But <laughs> because listen, Nick actually works. It, Nick. I do. Listen, everyone's thinking it. Everyone's thinking no it. No one's thinking okay? it. <laughs> okay, maybe no one. Maybe just maybe three people. Well, Chris, you own maybe a transportation company in which you don't drive. Nick actually does the work of the I, business. I am handicapped. I just travel. <laughs> I am handicapped. You can't say that. <laughs> I can because I'm handicapped. It's like it's like I can say that. You can't say that. <laughs> so it's acceptable for me to say it. Look it up. All right. I mean, uh, it, it's true. Like I, I do work, and my hours are all over the place. I. I there are some travel agents that want to set those nine to five hours. I'm very flexible with mine because I understand my clients can only talk to me at nighttime because they have a full time job or on the weekends. So I'm very flexible with my schedule. Even my mom asked me too. She's like, "So what exactly do you do? Like besides besides just (laughs) what would you say you do here? What would you say? (laughs) Uh, And it's not just." It's not just booking a trip. It's doing the research, doing trainings all the time. I was on literally three Zoom calls today at the same time. I had two screens up here. I had my phone down here. One was for Virgin Voyages, one for Royal Caribbean, one for a social media thing. So. And one where he was just showing Chris's penis. Yeah, okay. yeah. I was going to say, you were it's forgot, on four I for, different I forgot about that yeah. one because we didn't record that this time. So <laughs> <laughs> next, next time, content. 
I couldn't afford it today. I'm sorry. Maybe next week. So uh, there's always something going on. There's always trainings that I can be doing as well as working with my clients. And um, two weeks ago, I got a phone call at 10 in the morning from somebody from Virgin Voyages letting me know that. um, Hold on, hold on, hold on, Nick. Chris. 10 in the morning is two hours before noon. Uh, a lot of us are, oh, you know, on our third or fourth coffee. We've been awake for a couple oh, hours. That sounds nice. Wow. I'll have to try it sometime. Yeah. Thank you. So um, I got a call from Virgin Voyages um, from a regional manager, basically. So I have really good contacts with a lot of my suppliers where I have a great con- relationship with Disney where I have a phone call once a month with my contact with Disney. He keeps me updated on what's coming out with Disney and different marketing strategies with them. Um, So this one was an unfortunate phone call from Virgin to let me know in advance that there's going to be a lot of changes to some of my clients' sailings. And because Mm. I'm a a really big salesperson with Virgin, um, as we talked about previously, I was, not to brag, but I was the top 10 in my region um, for Virgin Voyage sales. Um, But they were letting me know that, unfortunately, one of their newest ships that was supposed to launch at the end of this year is... Hit an iceberg. It, it hit an iceberg, and it's delayed a little bit. So, oh, um, so they had to cancel that ship sailing. So because of that, they decided to change the itineraries of all three of their cruise ships that they have out right now. So, Nick, can I ask you a question about that? Okay, so like, okay, so you don't have anyone to blame. I mean, obviously, you blame Virgin, right? Because that's that's yeah. what happened. But like, you're the person who booked these persons' vacations. What? How do you not just crawl into a little ball and just go to sleep for the day? Like, like that, that's that's a I, hard I, conversation I, to have. I, I did. <laughs> so <laughs> after after all this happened, and that's where my anxiety kicked in too. So I get this message sure. that in about two hours' time, my clients would be getting an email saying their their cruise has been canceled, that they've been planning for six months or a year, um, and Virgin had some really good. Um, strategy to let my clients rebook a sailing at, on a different cruise basically they would price match the cruise so my clients go from a f- five night sailing to an eight night sailing and it's gonna be the same price oh. so and they were throwing in like six hundred dollars on work credit so they had really good stuff to go with it to rebook to encourage my clients mm-hmm. to rebook but it's just that initial letdown of t- tell my yeah, clients definitely. that their vacation plans might have changed. And not everybody's flexible with vacations, too. Some people can only take it during spring break. I have a lot of teacher clients. Um, mm. My my own personal sailing was canceled. So for me, it sucked because I had a large group of about 12 cabins planning to go again on this big trip. As you saw this last time, we had a big party. We had a suite yeah. and everything. And you don't get the vacation much. This was probably devastating. Yeah, I've I've not been on a cruise in three months, so I'm like, geez, I I can't believe this is happening. (laughs) So, um, so I get this email, and then all the emails come in about two hours later, saying all these cruises are canceled. Um, In the meantime, I'm very proactive. I message all my clients, giving them a heads up, like, hey, you're going to be receiving an email from Virgin. I just want to let you know um, a little bit about what I know already. So they kind of gave me a little background behind things, gave me a little story on um, what I can do to rebook my clients. Um, but I did let them know ahead of time, at least. A lot of other travel agencies didn't have that privilege because they didn't have that relationship with Virgin like I have. Um, so it was great for me to have a heads up on it and not be blindsided like my client, some of my yeah. clients were. Um, sure. 
so yeah, it was it was kind of devastating. And this literally happened two days before I was leaving for my own personal vacation. I'm like, great, I have 20 or 30 clients that I need to rebook their cruise, <laughs> their vacation. So it was it was mass chaos. And like you said, that day, my mind went into a mental shutdown. I literally, yeah, I, I was bet. messaging Sean, letting him know what's happening. I, I didn't want to, I didn't want to see the messages from my clients. I didn't want to see how devastated they were that their vacation might be ruined. And luckily I had some really amazing clients that were like, it's fine. We'll make something work. Let's look at different dates and all that. And then I had a client today, which we'll talk about in a little bit too, that this basically ruined her honeymoon. This was oh this, no. this was her honeymoon. And on top of it being her honeymoon, it was actually it's her tenth anniversary. This is the first honeymoon they were able to take because wow. they didn't have the money ten years ago and they had kids and this and that. So life gets in the way and not everybody's as lucky to travel as much as I do or as um Chris does um on his Royal Caribbean cruises the past couple years now. And um <laughs> some people this is these cruises are once in a lifetime opportunities. So yeah, literally. Yeah. So yeah it, it was pretty devastating and it was very hard for me mentally. Um, the past two weeks now that this has happened, I left on my vacation a couple days later to California. And while I'm working, while I'm traveling, I'm literally on, on the airplane, checking my emails, doing what I can to continue working to make sure my clients get rebooked on a cruise and get them booked as fast as possible. That way, all that mess is all the way. I don't want to leave on my vacation and not leave them hanging. I don't want to leave them all hanging for a week, too. So I, sp- I spent a lot of time on the strip on my computer or on my phone. So Because also the, the, the other side of this, too, is Obviously, like your your number one priority is making sure your clients have the best experience and and get to where they need to be and and are, and are happy. But this is also your livelihood. Mm-hmm. So I imagine that this is this was also so it's double yeah. stress because now you have the emotional side, but you also have the financial side because how many you get this email and thinking, oh my gosh, how many people are actually right. going to cancel exactly? This vacation yeah, because I I don't get paid unless my clients travel. And right. If all these can- cruises are canceled, it just I had that flashback of COVID again. When COVID happened, yeah. a lot of travel agencies went out of business because our business is travel. Our business is when a client takes that trip and they couldn't take a trip for two to five years almost now. So, oh man. Now, out of all the bookings that you had for this version, this version cruise, what was your um, percentage of rebookings for new cruises? Um, so far, everybody has rebooked except for one. Um, I have a couple that I'm still waiting to figure out what they're doing. So at least everybody has rebooked and figured something else out. Oh, so I'm I'm very lucky, and I I feel like I did a good job letting them know like they're making bank on this like if i was i was letting my clients know too i'm like you were booked on a four-day cruise you can take a 14-day cruise right now for the same exact price so we have a couple (laughs) clients we have a couple clients that rebooked a caribbean a four-night caribbean cruise booked a seven-night european cruise um i had one rebook a 14-night transatlantic cruise out of it so she's making she's basically making money on it and on top of it virgin was adding money too so go ahead scott and and i i'm gonna interrupt real quick because I, i you know, you're trying to kind of share what what you went through and 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 all that. But this is exactly why we tell everybody use a travel mm-hmm. agent, use a travel agent. Because if you do this yourself and your cruise gets canceled, you, you know you don't know if things are are happening the right way. You know that cruise line is probably going to just try to give you a credit for 
a year down the road. Nick's going to try to find you an alternative. And, and this is why it's so important. And, and I even know this existed until we developed our relationship. I mean, I, I knew travel agents where yeah. I, I just thought it was a scam. I, I didn't know it was like, I thought they were going to draw some circles and get me to sign up. And it was another Ponzi scheme, you know, I, yeah, like a timeshare yeah. timeshare. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. exactly yeah. And, that, and that's what, exactly what I try to explain to my clients. Like there is a million reasons why you should use a travel advisor. Like we've said before, it doesn't cost anything. Um, you can bu- you can book through somebody else right now. I just want to make sure that people understand the reasoning why you should use a travel advisor because we have these relationships with our suppliers. I was able to not only get my clients rebooked faster than they would have done by themselves. Um, I was on the phone today for an hour and a half for one client, and um, wow. part of my struggle with that today is just. It was constant letdown for my client. She's the one that, like I said, she planned this around her anniversary date, their 10-year anniversary, to go on their honeymoon. Um, it's the first time that they were able to, to take a honeymoon. So she was let down that the fact that their sailing was canceled. So when we went to rebook it on a different date, um, Virgin was matching, um, basically price matching. So she could stay in the same cabin for the same price, no matter the length of the cruise. Um, otherwise, if it was cheaper, the price, they would give you the refund. So when I went to rebook it, unfortunately, the cabin type she was booked at originally wasn't available. So she had to downgrade. So that was just another letdown for my client, unfortunately. And I, I talked her off the ledge with that. She was on the verge of canceling. She was very upset with Virgin, the way they handled it. I'm upset as well, too. But, um, but it's a brand that I do. I, tell, I told her, I'm like, once you get on board, all those fears go away. All the issues go away. Right, it's it's right. technology issues right now. So <laughs> I don't even want to know what you're laughing at. <laughs> Continue, please. <laughs> um. So so she had to downgrade. Unfortunately, she got some money back and um, just basically explained to her um, what had happened. Um, so when she got the confirmation email today, she noticed that the confirmation email said that her final payment was due in three days. Um, originally, her final payment was due in November. So oh, wow. Huge, <laughs> difference. Huge, huge difference. So she's freaking out now again because she's like, I don't have the money to pay for this trip. I wasn't planning to pay it until November. Um, technically, it should be 120 days before the cruise set sail. So mm-hmm. I'm trying to figure out what's happening. I called Virgin. Um, it was a very stressful phone call. The girl on the f- phone wasn't understanding me right away. And she's like, no, you have this extra promotion that you put on there. And I'm like, no, I didn't put that there. Um, so of course I asked to speak to a supervisor because I was getting nowhere. Um, and after an hour and a half, like going back and forth, this guy is basically trying to tell me that she actually owes more money than what the invoice says. And I, I wasn't gonna let that. I wasn't gonna let that go. The, all the emails I had had the exact price on it that she was supposed to be paying. And for some reason, in the back end of their system, it was calculating things wrong. Um, I basically told him. I told the supervisor to escalate it to somebody else at this point. So in the meantime, I'm also emailing my contacts from Virgin. I'm like, I need help fix this. Um, in the end, he ended up making the price right, fixed everything on that end. Um, and then another issue happened, too. She realized that this um, splash of romance package that Virgin offers um, got canceled because they were sold out. So she um, 
basically had three different issues with this cruise line and i love virgin they're a great brand they're a great cruise line it's just the way things were handled were very stressful for me today i i shut down after that so that's where my day just kind of went to hell in a handbasket yeah well listen first of all uh did you did did you contact your spouse and say hey listen if you're so interested in the splash of romance i have some suggestions <laughs> Um, you son of a bitch! <laughs> you can you can you can you can cut you can cut that, Scott. You can cut that. Um, I'll, uh, I'll restart. Nick. That being said, with the stress, like everyone thinks owning your own business is all great. Oh, you get this, you get that, you get this. You make your own hours, but like when stuff happens like this, there is no one else to put the blame mm-hmm. on. Obviously, yes, Virgin is the is the perpetrator of all this stress, but you have to take the brunt yeah. of that stress. Like it is you, and there are a lot of stressful stories in my day to day that I I've not told on this podcast, and I'd love to tell the stories in the future. But um, there is stuff like it's like when when some of this stuff happens, like how am I going to recover from this? Like how am I going to deal with this? And thank goodness, most of the time this stuff works out, and that's what I gotta always remind myself. Like uh, me and my dad have dealt with some horrible horrible situations and i i said you just got to look back and like hey like we we made it out all these other times and like when 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 shit hits the fan like what happened with you this week it's like you know what now if nothing else super super stressful like this is happening before now i can look back and be like you know what the next time something comes up i've been there you know this sucks there's nothing that can sugarcoat it this sucks but i made it through that so i'm gonna yeah. make it through this time was this the most stressful moment in your 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 business's history so far, or has there been something sadly else? no? I mean, it's it's happened multiple times with other hmm. other instances. I actually just had one a, a client return from um, Punta Cana. It was actually um, one of Scott's coworkers, and um, ran into quite a few issues before the trip happened because they were looking for a, an accessible room and the way that. Um, those resorts are laid out. It's not as easy to find an accessible room as it is in the United States. Mm. Um, so multiple issues here and there. A lot of times I, I have very minor things that it's a quick, easy fix. My clients don't even know that it's happening. Like there could have been something with your trip. And I, a lot of times I don't even let my clients know about it. So yeah, like your response to me when I told you that, you know, I booked this vacation uh, I said, you know, and then, you know, a couple weeks before I tear my Achilles, your response to me was wait, very just. Wait, you tore your Achilles? Said, oh, oh I'll, I'll tell you. Yeah, I will tell you. About I had that no before. idea. I'll tell the yeah. whole story. Well, I haven't, t- I know I haven't told the story. I know you guys have some inkling of an idea with the crutches in the background and everything. But uh, when I did reach out to Nick and said, you know, my vacation two weeks, I did my, uh, tear my Achilles. His response was short and sweet and just was very reassuring. He just said, fuck you. Good luck. <laughs> yeah. Good luck. And, yeah. I'm no longer and, your travel agent. <laughs> yeah. and, I, and I had a great vaca- I had a great vacation. So, yeah, he's just very upfront. <laughs> yeah, there's, uh, no, there's a lot of things great. I did. Every time I... The- Every time I sat in that, I just wanted to let you know, every time I sh- sat on that shower you stool that you requested for my room, I Perfect. thought of you. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I love it. Shocking. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and it's a lot of times it's it's minor things that I'm calling about to get fixed. Like maybe their their name was spelled wrong because they sent me not their full legal name and and mm-hmm. the cruise lines require your whatever is listed on your passport, essentially. So those, those right, little things right. here and there that... here's Okay, so here's a question about that. So... 
Um, my, oh God, this is giving away some personal information. My wife has not changed her. She has not legally changed her last name, nor is she going to. She's <laughs> not sure. She's not sure. <laughs> She's not She's sure. Still <laughs> exactly. exactly. Um, no, it's, it's more of a, uh, she's very well known in her industry and uh, for professional reasons won't change. Anyway, so when we, she always, she would always book our vacations. So, okay, we go through you, you book the vacations. It's probably going to go under her credit card. Let's be honest. <laughs> um, so now am I Mr. Her last name or the rest of the trip? Or can you help me out and say, no, they want to be referred to as, as Mr. And Mrs. Maffei. Hmm. Well, I wouldn't use that last name if I were you, so I'd probably, I'd probably, I don't even know what her last name is, but I'd probably take it, so. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and that's why, that's what I do too, especially working with um, resorts, like all-inclusive resorts, where I'll send a request into the resort about a week in advance of my client is celebrating their anniversary or their honeymoon, um, they want to be referred to as Mrs. and Mrs. or Mr. S- Scott, I don't know, whatever you want to be called. Mr. Just Scott. Mr. Scott. Yeah. <laughs> Miss, yeah. Mr. Scott. Mr. Scott. <laughs> Mr. and Mrs. Scott. Um, yeah. So yeah, so I'll, I'll send in requests and stuff like that to the resorts um, so that they have that information prepared ahead of time. And um, when my client just checked in, that's um, Scott knows here, um, they were noted on the reservation that the travel agent helped get their room upgraded. So um so was able to get the room upgraded because the resorts made an issue and um told me misinformation multiple times and I I keep those receipts too. I'm a I'm a gay guy. I always have receipts. <laughs> <laughs> so we talked about the bad of uh, Virgin Air uh, Virgin Airlines. Vir- Do they even ha- still have an airline? They have Virgin Atlantic in Virgin okay, Australia, so but not in the plans, not yeah. in the United States anymore. But they yeah, they had Virgin yeah. everything. They had like Virgin phones and uh, but spaceships. we talked about like the bad, obviously. <laughs> yeah, spaceship. Yeah, it's right too. Women. <laughs> um, <laughs> we talked about the bad, but obviously Virgin is an yeah. amazing cruise line, and I, I I've seen that from from your post. But have you ever seen the movie Rocket Man? I've not seen it yet, actually. What okay, so super uh, gay movie? Yeah, so Scott, you're gonna this. you're gonna under you're gonna understand how, where I'm coming from with this, and maybe Nick from experience will understand. There's a scene in Rocket Man where there's just just this giant orgy, a uh, couple hundred people. It's your just favorite a good cinematic old, scene <laughs> of all time. Yeah, good, just a good old orgy. I just uh, I you know you're, I, I guess you can't answer this because I did want to know if I feel like the minute you step on Virgin Cruise Line, that's just your experience. It's just this giant. <laughs> giant orgy kind of. can you confirm it or not um, i played the fifth <laughs> <laughs> but my enough. cabin number uh, when, we is... <laughs> <laughs> when we get back we're going to dive more into the sexual aspects oh. of nick's visit with scott we'll be right back with the new friends <laughs> after dark there are three things that i hate in life taxes, nausea, and booking vacations. The first two I'm stuck with, but for the third, I use Sandpiper Vacations. Sandpiper Vacations is a small business that is LGBTQ plus owned and operated with travel advisors all over the country. Whether it's a cruise, a trip to a theme park, or an all-inclusive resort, Sandpiper has you covered. Oh, and I forgot to mention, it's free. Why book a vacation when you can have someone else do it for you? That's like choosing to take the stairs in a building that has an elevator. Leave the headaches of booking a vacation to someone else. Get your quote today at www.sandpipervacations.com and tell them that the No New Friends podcast sent you. 
Hey, you, you want to join a cult? Well, this might be your lucky day. For just $2 a month and a simple blood oath, you can join our clubhouse and become a friend with benefits. In addition to the amazing feeling of donating to the poor, you will have access to Patreon-exclusive content, live shows, and maybe even a behind-the-scenes look at my secret stash. To get started, head on over to nonewfriendspodcast.com and hit join our clubhouse. Can't wait to see you at the initiation ceremony. Oh, and in the chat during our live shows, of course. Wow, you're still here. So uh, you're a pervert, just like me. And um, not like me, more like Scott. Because we were talking about Scott. Before we went to break, we talked about, you know, your sexual encounters. You know, we're going to get more into that this segment. So if people are still here, they're interested. So, Nick, please don't let them down. How? uh, (laughs) We'll we'll get to that maybe a little later in the episode. But I'm dying to hear about your Coast to Ghost uh, tour your, um, because I want to hear both aspects. I want to hear the, uh, the, which, which one was better yeah. Disneyland's or Disney worlds. And I want to hear how Dis- uh, universal Hollywood mm. was because not a lot of people mm-hmm. go there. I feel like. Yeah. So talking on the Disney portion first. So Disney has a Halloween party called Oogie Boogie Bash and it's at Disneyland California mm. Adventure Park. Um, that event started a few years ago. It's not super old. Um, but it sells out every single year. It sold out this year in like five hours. So we were very wow. lucky to get tickets. I wasn't planning to get tickets and I just saw the date and I'm like, well, we're, Sean's on vacation that week. So let's, let's head out there. Um, and then Disney world has what's called Mickey's hold on, hold Scarlet. Chris, a vacation is what us people who work <laughs> take a couple times a year where we don't have to work and we use benefit mm-hmm. hours that we've accrued throughout the year. You mean like you you take time away from work and we get paid? That's like it's like a Tuesday, (laughs) (laughs) right? Right? (laughs) It's every day for him. Uh, So Walt Disney World has what's called Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween Party. So both of these events are an after hours event. Um, So it's a separately ticketed event. It's not open to regular daytime park guests. So um, basically, what happens is we get to the park. Do they say a lot um, of bad words like what we do on our after hours? No. Okay. It's really well. Even like the um, the Sanderson sisters changed sword hell to heck. So oh boy. Oh, stupid woke. No, no. <laughs> liberal crazy, oh, <laughs> crazy Disney people. Um, so yeah, so these are after hours parties parties that basically um, it's a limited people in there, so it's not as crazy as it is during our normal park day. So it's not eight hour long wait times to get a churro. Oh wow, that, they so. restrict they restrict the people yeah. that come there. It sounds like Scott. It sounds like your neighborhood. <laughs> <laughs> I would love I would love to go to Not So Scary or. Uh, Mickey's. You've no, never I've been? never been to Not So Scary, and I've never been really? to Mickey's uh, Christmas thing. Um, and now the, the they've got the Jollywood thing, this brand new thing. It's yeah. it's as expensive as a single day ticket. It's it's more expensive that than a single. Great. It's more expensive, less and less time, and less time. Yep. So 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 the event ran. Um, both of them ran about four to five hours long. I think but they let you into the park a few hours before that. So you're in the park a few hours before that with the daytime guests. 
um, where you're mingling. The, you can't go in the, the mouth breathers. Of the day, Just say it. The yeah. mouth breathers. <laughs> <laughs> so when you get a when you get a Mickey's not so scary or the Oogie Boogie Bash ticket, you can't go in in the no. morning. Like you have to go in at. Yeah. Is, there, so, is there like a stay and chuckle section where you know if you're an annual pass holder or you've got a day ticket for that? So day? it's not it's not like at um, Halloween Horror Nights, which we can talk about that mess of how they transition from day to night. Um, Mickey's not so scary and Oogie Boogie. Basically, you get a wristband, and starting at 6 o'clock, they start checking wristbands. If you don't have a wristband, you basically have to exit the park. So they start kicking people out during that time frame. So it's about an hour time frame where they're transitioning from daytime to Halloween party. Um, So my favorite things, um, Oogie Boogie is completely different than Walt Disney World's, which is awesome to have the two differences. Um, it did have an awesome parade, which is really good. Um, what they do for their trick-or-treat zones is really cool. So you go through these trick-or-treat zones, and there's basically five stops for candy. Um, but it's not just the same candy. You get like M&Ms at one stop. Next stop, you get a Reese's, or not a Reese's, so pretty um, much Rice Krispie Treat. extremely expensive trick-or-treating party Trick- with oh, yeah. some we cute, got outdated f- shows and then rides. Well, we got 50 pounds of candy to, that we brought home. So <laughs> we're, we're passing it out for trick or treat this 50 year. 50 pounds? Uh, my suitcase. They give you was, that much? Uh, so Disneyland gives you a lot more than Disney World. Yeah. Really? Because they, they've you, got, before SeaWorld started doing Hollow Scream, they did, uh, God, I forget what it was called. Like it was, it was a Halloween event where they had trick or treat. It was just called Blackfish. <laughs> um, <laughs> it, it was a, it a Shamu's Spooktacular or something. I, I forget what it was called, but like they give you one or two pieces of candy, and they have like 12, 12 stations, but you get like two pieces of candy, and there's not yeah. even, like it's not the chocolate or anything. It's like it's like the banana starburst. And it's like, <laughs> yeah. And so you're not allowed to you're not allowed well, to say that anymore. It's probably that's like at at Disney World at Mickey's Not So Scary. You just have a trick or treat stop, and it basically has one little stop, and they give you two little pieces of candy. Um, at Disneyland, right. they have five different stops in the line. But what's really cool is they bring out characters that you never see. All these like villains. So you, oh, that's cool. So you oh, got to cool. you got to see um, Wanda. Like Rhonda Sanders. Rhonda <laughs> Wanda from, um, or not Wanda. Was it Wanda? Uh, oh, um, Scarlet Witch. Oh, Wanda Maximoff? From WandaVision. The, yeah, Wanda Maximoff. Um, I, Agatha, I Agatha. No, Agatha. Oh, wow. So she That's was there. Cool. Sid from Toy Story, they bring out, which is a really fun, really? weird character. Um, yeah, they had the guy from great. Roger Rabbit this year, which is new. <gasps> Doctor something. And this is where I don't know people. Doom yeah. something. Christopher Lloyd. Christopher Sounds Lloyd. right. Yeah. <laughs> it's like Doctor so, Doom. So um, said these really amazing actors, and they're and they're yeah, all face actors. Cool. They're not Judge characters. Doom. So Judge Doom was his name. Uh, okay. So um, so you're walking through the line, and they're kind of interacting. You can stay and kind of Hold interact on. with them a little bit. Sean is hot pissed off right now <laughs> <laughs> because he doesn't know his Marvel characters. This <laughs> Agatha, you hot mess. I'm impressed you knew this show. I was there for the candy, let's be honest. <laughs> yeah. And while we're on the candy topic, so like I said, Disneyland, they have like five different candy stops in these lines. Um. So the first skinny stop, you got your your M and M's. The second one was like Rice Krispie treats. The third one was carrots. What? 
<laughs> Wait, what? This is the most California thing <laughs> uh, I've ever heard no, of. It's okay. the most Disney thing ever because, like, fifty fifty percent of their meals have to be like, or their snacks yeah. or whatever have to be Mickey approved. <laughs> Gavin Newsom's like, listen, you can open because of COVID, but you better get well, like, they didn't pass out. They didn't pass out any dip or anything like that. I'm like, I don't want just cold carrots. No, it's like choking on carrots. They, like, they pass out the dip here in Florida. The the you know the skull. Dip. Uh, oh yeah, no, that's okay. different kind of dip. <laughs> uh, so um, basically, Sean said, "Madam Mim Corella had a spot too, but it was a really awesome Corella from like the um, more like the live action movie Corella, like Glenn um, Close." Emma Emma Stone was it, there. It was her. Wait, was Emma her. Stone or Glenn Close? Wow. Oh, uh, Emma Stone. Okay, more of that version. It was more the the fashionista younger. So the so the hot um, what you call it? the yeah. hot Corella. Yeah, yeah. Gotcha. Um, there's a guy from Big Hero Six um, as well too, so definitely a cool aspect in that part. They didn't have um, they didn't have the nighttime show like the fireworks um, like they do at Walt Disney World, which is really awesome. It's one of my favorite fireworks. Um, what else at Disneyland? Um, and then the food. So they have all this themed food too. And Disneyland, uh, the best Disneyland part. definitely does better on their food, um, especially when it comes to special holiday events too. So we had tons of great churros and um, sandwiches and cocktails everything so did you have a mint julep no that's at the other park i heard they're really popular at they disneyland, have that yeah right? that's at regular disneyland park they didn't have those over there gotcha how was avengers campus um it was really they had almost every single character out there <gasps> for meet and greets too wow. so that's what's awesome too is they bring out the characters and it's not like like disney world is very has characters but they're hidden Disneyland, the characters right. are like out in full force everywhere, and they That's have cool. everybody from Thor to Spider Man to Iron Man. Like everybody was out, so it was, it was That's awesome. a lot of comic book names. Yeah, his name. Nick. Thank I'm you. Very proud I, of you. I learned something. I learned a little something on that trip. You have it written yeah. on your hand. <laughs> Sean sliding me notes right now. He's like, don't don't make me look bad. They had America Boy there. They had. <laughs> <laughs> Did they have Zombie Captain America there this year? No, he doesn't know who Zombie so. Captain no, America know when, is. Oh, the the um, he looks like it has like the Puerto Rican flag on his chest, and he has a shield. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, I'll send you pictures um, later between the other but photos. Tell Sean he's not allowed to use metal straws either. <laughs> no, that's that's the dog right now. <laughs> The dog's drinking out of metal straws. I mean, you got your household well, is Sean on had this bright idea of getting ceramic bowls, and it's right next to me. <laughs> it's all right. Scott probably has like Yeti it's bowls. Our, it's, our blind, it's our blind deaf dog. It's fine. <laughs> she found it. We have, we have a water dispenser that's delivered once a week for our dogs. <laughs> hey, Culligan man. No. Uh, no. So... Uh, no, I'm not your age. I guess sorry. so. I guess that was like a 90s thing. Everybody had Culligan water. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Sorry, never heard of that. I live in Ohio. We actually have good water, unlike Florida. <laughs> um, but my favorite thing that I want to say is Disneyland definitely does it better when it comes to their attractions. The overlays that Disneyland does is just insane. Uh, like Disney World does. No, they brought overlays. out pipes. No, the minimum, they brought out yeah. a pirate, a pirates to do like a pirate band and pirates of the Caribbean area. Um, last year they had live pirates inside the ride, which was co cooler. Oh, wow, 
Like they got real like Somali yeah, pirates. Yeah, they just everybody, everybody wow. needs a job, Chris. Good for, yeah, good for them. That's but, very um, inclusive. Disneyland and like the Haunted Mansion does a, the entire uh, makeover to do the Nightmare Before Christmas. But at Disneyland California for Oogie Boogie, they had the Guardians of the Galaxy Mission Breakout, which is a former Tower of Terror. They turn it into a, um, a Halloween edition, essentially at nighttime. Oh, that's right. So Were you able to yeah, ride that? So it, was, it was really awesome. Wow. Super fun. And it's only available at yeah. night, Yeah, too. it's called um, Monsters After Dark on that one. Yeah, that's awesome. So the entire Cars Land, like Cars Land is the best theming. They decorate the entire lands with Halloween. They have like a little ritual where they turn all the lights on. Um, it was just truly a magical experience. So definitely Disneyland outdid Disney World with it. And like Scott said, those ticket prices are, they're up there. It's it's sad that they charge that much, unfortunately, but um, highly recommend if you can do Oogie Boogie Bash, do it. Um, even Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween Party, definitely check it out at least one time. It's an awesome opportunity to hop on the rides with literally five minute waits for Space Mountain. So, And if no one knows what you're talking about, but they're interested, how could they ever book a vacation <laughs> they didn't know it oh my gosh well thank stuff. you for asking that um so i actually own a travel agency um really yeah. we are a gay owned operated travel agency this is a breaking news you're gay <laughs> breaking this breaking is all news. as shocking as chris uh <laughs> rupturing his achilles <laughs> did i tell you that story yet no. <laughs> a couple times i haven't heard it yet <laughs> uh so yeah, you can contact me at sampipervacations.com um, or anywhere on social media at sampipervacations to book a free, uh, well, the trip's not free. You have to pay for the trip, but uh, free services. Yeah. Wow. I thought you were like played Sims or something. I had no idea this whole this is a real, was you talking about your actual This is business. a real trip, a real, a real company. We're legit. I have wow. an LLC. Yeah. No. I pay. Wow. I pay taxes. Yeah, yeah that awesome. doesn't mean anything. We oh have an God. LLC, yeah. Chris. Oh, yeah. um, <laughs> <laughs> now, Nick, did you? So you went to Universal Hollywood. Did you go to Horror Nights at Universal Hollywood? No, we decided not to do Horror Nights out there just because the theming of the houses were exactly the same as they were in Orlando. Right. So we didn't feel it was going to be any beneficial for us to do. Um, Halloween Horror Nights out there. But we did go to Universal Hollywood, which was our first time out there. Not a lot of people talk about Universal Hollywood. Um, but which, the, which is funny. That's the original Universal it, park, Right. You know? <laughs> <laughs> and they have all the live studios there and everything. Um, but what recently happened at Universal Hollywood that is bringing more business to them is they brought in a brand new land they just built this year, last year. I don't even remember anymore what year it is. Um, Super Nintendo World. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah, we're getting that. it in Orlando, but it's not going in either of the two current parks. It's going in the new yeah. Epic Universe Park. Yeah, so um, that land, is it's going to be a lot bigger in Orlando, at least, because it's, it's a very small area. Um, but it's a really awesome theme. I felt like I was in the video game, so as a super mario fan when i was a kid and still as an adult like you literally get wristbands and you can go power up and play games and you have to get <laughs> there are so certain cool. games that you get a key and if you get all three keys you get to go into bowser's castle and fight him and stuff like that are you yeah. serious like it's that oh, interactive yeah. it, like it's, we 
essentially wow. I had to walk up to the sky and i'm like how do i get how do i get up there he's like you have to collect all three keys and i'm like opening my app i'm like oh, oh we're missing so one cool. so we had to get it so essentially yeah. chris super nintendo land is what galaxy's edge was supposed to be oh like wow. like yeah, galaxy's very, edge wow. fell short of the interactive piece that it was supposed to be because it's so goddamn confusing super nintendo land right, they right. they capitalized on yeah. the mistakes that's amazing! They crush wow. it. So yeah, you can you can buy a forty dollar wristband that you use one time, um, and now it's sitting <laughs> now, gladly, now it's sitting on a yes, shelf. Gladly, but, um, it was totally worth it. We had so much fun with that, and then they also have a ride, one ride in there, um, and it's literally Mario Kart. But what's cool? How is Mario? So Kart? if you watch it on YouTube, go watch it. It's mm -hmm. you don't get the same effect and feeling with that, really, um, because it is it, it looks slower. You expect Mario Kart that you're going really fast, the cars move mm -hmm. really slow, but you feel like you're going fast because you're wearing these goggles that are virtual reality goggles. Uh, but you also they're virtual reality goggles. Yeah, so it's VR headsets, but you can also see what's in front of you. So you see the set pieces and everything. Oh um, but it's really weird. So you're actually so pressing yeah, buttons on your aug augmented reality is what it is, is that, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, you ever think about like stealing one for porn <laughs> sorry cut that <laughs> <laughs> yeah because virtual reality is what like puts you completely in that scene whereas augmented reality right. keeps you in where I you're at but it's technology got, i know i know i'm sorry I'm, well I'm and sorry. i also was a little high the second time we wrote it which i highly pun intended recommend writing it while you're high because once you're going on rainbow road while you're stoned is very magical and scary at the same time isn't that where you live <laughs> rainbow road yeah i'll do that <laughs> like i'll do that that's where i send all your mail yeah <laughs> but it, it, it's an amazing ride like i said like you literally feel like you're shooting um turtle shells at people and there's um, stuff that's making you feel like you're spinning um, from sliding on a banana wow. peel, and it might have been the drugs. I don't know, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> like none of that's yeah. in the ride, actually. <laughs> so, um, oh, so yeah, awesome. it's it's in California. I I love that um, that part of it. Everything else in California, as far as Universal goes, was um, very. It's a very small park. It's very weird laid out because it's on a hill, basically. Uh, there's an escalator to get out. Um, to the, there's four the, the esca levels, four escalators. Right? That so they have crazy. the lower level and the upper level. There's four escalators to get down to the bottom. So, That's <laughs> so by the time we got down there um, and we did the studio tour, which is really cool to do because the studio tour takes you by the live action studios where they're filming sets right. if they weren't on strike right now. So we didn't get a scene. No, that, that's but, right. That's right. Um, so head over East Coast to Universal Studios in Orlando. Um, we did have the opportunity to meet up with Scott here. Um, as, uh, I'm sorry uh, about that. Um, as well as his daughter and met his son as well, too. And um, we got to the park early, did a couple rides. Velocicoaster there is truly an incredible experience. I Like I said, I felt like we were upside down for like five minutes on that. It, honestly, it's it's probably it's, one of the best roller coasters I've ever been on. Yeah, it it's that good, it's huh? that good. It's so smooth and and like you feel like you're coming out of your seat. Like Remy being afraid to ride it because he thought he was going to fall out. Like that's a legitimate fear at times. Yeah, <laughs> not funny. Well, especially because it it flips you upside down right above the water, and I feel like I could have touched water. Yeah, it, like it has wow. you upside down. Like it's not these quick you know, corkscrews or, or the, the Cobra rolls that you're used to or whatever. 
it's a, okay, we're going to come down and then we're going to flip you real quick, but we're going to keep you like that for a good, yeah. what seems like 30 <laughs> seconds. It's probably three oh, seconds, wow. but it's, it's long. As long as physics said. will allow. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, shouldn't say that, did she, Scott? No, stop. Yeah, oh, I'm not sorry. To Scott, Nick. Not sorry. To Scott. Um, so after that, we all went over to um, the Universal side for the Halloween Horror Nights there, which if you're not familiar with Halloween Horror Nights, basically Universal owns the rights or gets the rights to tons of different um, horror movies sets and create these massive... Um, Haunted houses that you can walk through. So there's 10 houses there. Um, we got the express pass. Nick, Highly recommend that. Yes, sir. Have you been to, um, have you been to this? I have event not. Before? So this was. Okay. Yeah. I was going to ask you how it compared to other years, but so first impressions. Then, yeah. So this is our first year and it's yes and no on that because I'm, I wanted to go in to be scared. I was expecting a haunted right. houses to be scared. The haunted houses that you go to here, we kind of discuss, they s- kind of separate you when you go into the house. So when you're in line, they mm-hmm. like let a group of 10 in and then wait a couple seconds and then let another group of 10 in and this and that. With Halloween Horror Nights, there's just so many people, as Scott said too, that they just, they have to let everybody in to continue these lines. Yeah, Otherwise, they, they it would have been the house. a 10 hour way. You have to, yeah. yeah. Uh, so, oh, I so, so it's unfortunate because you kind of see those people ahead of time, those jump scares. Um, oh, before I gotcha, yeah. before it happens, depending on where you're at in the line. So I I didn't really jump that much. I wasn't scared, but just seeing the sets, like walking through Stranger Things, tr- I felt like we were in the t- yes. in the TV show. Yeah, That's this year was cool. not one of their better years. Um, I, you know, I walked out of the house. Some of the houses going, eh, it was all right. Uh, there were yeah. there were some really really good ones. Stranger Things house was amazing. Oh, well, I, I was going to ask you, can you rank your your favorite and least favorite? I, I mean, my favorite Scott because I don't remember the names of them. It's I was just it's, there for. <laughs> I've had a rough week, so I've I, I like I, I don't remember, but I I know that the last the Last of Us was really good. Stranger Things was really good. Uh, Yeti was really good, and Dueling Dragons were really good. Dueling Dragons was my. Favorite. I heard Dueling yeah. Dragons. I heard Dueling Dragons. And Dueling Dragons, what what was really cool about that is it brought so many elements of the uh, the old Dueling Dragons ride queue into this Mm -hmm. house. So it was really cool from a nostalgic standpoint to see these elements and to hear some of the lines because this queue back in the day was this massive queue that nobody had ever done before. I mean, it was this massive. So Dueling Dragons, the queue. it's it's the the Hagrid's ride now, so it was this huge castle that you were going through. So much detail. It was a super long queue, but it, it was um, it was neat. It was very very neat. Yeah. But uh, yeah, that's yeah. awesome. I heard the uh, Chucky house was one of the yeah. least favorite. It was cute. It was yeah, exactly. I heard it was like a trailer for and like with spoilers yeah. for like the it, next. It was cute. That's my takeaway from it. Yeah. It's just, it was, yeah. Yeah, like the whole Halloween Horror Nights in general, like it, it was a fun night. We had a great time. We, I'm very glad that we bought the Express Pass. Mm-hmm. Um, Express Pass gets you basically to the front of the line. So a lot of the lines, like at one point, it was 125 minutes for a line. And it takes you, what, two minutes to walk through these yeah. houses. So yeah. 
Um, so definitely worth it so that we could skip those waits. We were able to do all 10 of those. Plus, we could use express passes to ride the, the yeah, rides. Yeah, you guys did a couple rides. Well too, yeah. So, yeah. So we about, were there. What time did it start? Like six ish? Yeah, six ish. We stayed till midnight. So the most frustrating thing, Chris, is if you wait till to to get to the park when Halloween Horror Nights opens, mm. you're waiting at the front gate for at least 30, 45 minutes to get in because it's just so freaking right. busy. So I, I don't do that. I either will wait until seven or eight o'clock to enter the park or. I get there early before the park closes and I stay in scream because I'm an annual pass holder. So I, th- we go into these lockdown areas. There's three lockdown areas in the park where you kind of get corralled in. Uh, the cool thing is, Oh, you stay you there stay and, there and wait. wait. The cool thing is you get first, okay. first access to two of the houses and it's, it's different depending on which lockdown area you're in. So even if you don't have express, you get to knock out two houses before anybody else does. Oh, that's yeah, pretty it, cool. It's really neat. However, things have changed. So there's a couple things that have changed. One, um, we weren't ready to get locked down yet. Mm-hmm. And if you want to eat and not get locked down, you are s- <laughs> your shit out of lock. Yeah. Really? There's no restaurant. Every you place we walked to. <laughs> Every restaurant was what? in the lockdown area. Or close for refurbishment. Oh, so my we God. had to go. Was the potato cart open? What's that? Was the potato <laughs> cart open? Oh, later. Uh, <laughs> it, it, I'm, I'm sure it was, but we were we were already past that. We want. Yeah, I was going to say the answer was. Of, of course, course, it's, it's open. open. It's, it's always open. Five days a year. Um, it, the our choices were uh, the uh, the morning cafe uh-huh. or, or Good Morning Cafe. The what is it? Oh, NBC Cafe or whatever. The. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the turkey, the turkey leg stand. To the turkey leg stand, uh, <laughs> or the Minion Cafe, the brand new Minion Cafe, which is which I heard is horrible. It was fucking amazing. It was amazing. It was, it was what stoners. It was what like did you get? Well, what did you get? <laughs> yeah. It is stoners. I think I had a barbecue. I had like a barbecue pulled pork sandwich uh, with like some banana fry type things. So okay, so you were so to, to clarify, you were high. Not yet. No, I but don't think he was yet. No, huh. no. For, but Scott did get a beer there. So I did get a beer, beer there. there. So it, here, uh, was it banana no, it's beer? Regular Bud Light. So here's here's the interesting thing. Which it's gay Bud Light. So it is so a free yeah, beer. It's a banana beer. Yeah, so so <laughs> here's the interesting thing, thing, Chris. So that took the place of Monster Cafe, which was a counter service, quick service type thing. This. Oh, I didn't know that. That's what yeah. Took it took place. the place of Monster Cafe, crazy. which was. So I had a cult following, uh, right? Yeah. For for these events. I mean, that's all I heard them talk well, about the whole time. They're like, this used to be a monsters cafe, and over here. So I was like, give me a walk on. He's like, he's like t- ten feet away. There was like twenty tables here. Oh, I did. Eighteen sat here. Chris, <laughs> I did. I was showing him stuff all night, and I could tell that he was not interested whatsoever. But I just kept going. I was like, look, I'm like, you're a Disney. I was nerd. interested. I just nerd. didn't know what you're talking about half the time. <laughs> Um, <laughs> I was like, look, back in 1993. You know, I used to be the skipper on Jaws. I, I just said that too. Um, so, so Minion Cafe, there's no counter, there's no table service. It's all mobile order. It's 100 really? mobile order. That's kind of it's crazy, crazy, but it was so fast. It was wicked fast. Like, I mean, wow, it's like Chat GPT <laughs> takes yeah, your yeah, order. Yeah, huh? exactly. I thought I was fast in bed. This thing was faster. 
I mean, before I even hit send on my order, they're bringing me my beer and my. I had like a a, a barbie. The guy used to look like the type. Yeah. <laughs> so like uh, he's he's gonna order beer. Here's here's the funny thing, and this is why I said it's like a stoner's paradise. So I got this like uh, beef beef and cheddar burger. It was like an Arby's burger, okay, with tater tots. And oh the, wow, sounds delicious. Oh yeah, that's what yeah. I. Oh, the, yeah. The, the tater tots were minion shaped. But this this uh, this beef and cheddar burger comes out, or san- beef and cheddar sandwich comes out, and it's got the cheese on it. But then it also has this like squeezable vial that's like stuck into the burger <laughs> with cheese in it, and you squeeze it oh, into like wow. infuse it into the sandwich. It was it was really really was good. good. You said the tater tots are minion shaped. Aren't minions shaped like tater tots? I feel like that's a cop out. Uh, no, they no, like, like had they holes were big. for their eyes and everything. Yeah. Oh. yeah. Did you feel bad eating them? I'd feel kind of like I was too drunk like to feel bad. Normally I would. I don't like to, yeah. you know, see yeah. Remember, Chris, this is like five o'clock we're talking yeah. about. He's already about fifteen beers in. I was yeah, I was <laughs> very that's low, actually yeah. for five o'clock. Yeah, I was I was in deep at that well, point. Because everything was closed, so he couldn't find the beer. beer. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Oh, I found beer. The beer carts were that was easy. <laughs> anyway, Nick, any any uh, closing closing things about this trip? It sounds amazing. I mean, overall, it, it was an amazing time. It was awesome. We met up with a lot of friends when we were in Florida. Um, that's we, always we did fun. a we did a monorail crawl on Wednesday night when you guys oh, were recording. Nice. So nice. Um, we made it yeah, halfway us, right well we made it halfway around the monorail we didn't get very far <laughs> but we did have a lot to drink um i actually recorded uh, something on my phone I, I haven't even listened to it yet but I, <laughs> I i was messaging i was messaging ryan and i'm like wouldn't it be funny if i recorded a monorail segment kind of like what you guys do on the disses <laughs> while i'm actually on the monorail so i recorded it i'm gonna send it to you i haven't even listened to it yet but because i was funny. intoxicated <laughs> so it, it could be usable it could be just entertainment so might just be for personal use. yeah so um we had a good time met up with a lot of friends got to meet scott finally so it was awesome to grab his ass and make out with him a little bit and um, <laughs> chris it, it was it, you know what's funny is it's just like the first time that we met in person i mean this was the first time meeting in person but it was it yeah. was it was just like oh yeah we're we're friends from way back yeah just and i know just haven't seen you in a just, while it was i mean we we yeah. held each other's dicks while we peed yeah. i mean just <laughs> the usual, <laughs> the usual right i gotta tell you though that i felt like the ugly duckling like everybody in nick's and sean's group were all hot like everybody's hot his cousin's hot uh their friend and then and her husband everybody's hot I my cousin not. is single, by the way, if anybody's looking. So, Oh, and was Scott, and for the record, I just want to know, was Scott the only one wearing cargo shorts? Yeah. I didn't even, I didn't even look at the shorts. I was, so what's funny is when we first went to meet him, he texted me because we rode the water taxi because we're fancy from our hotel to Universal. Um, and he's like, hey, I'm at the boat dock waiting on you guys. And I told my cousins and my, um, Sean, I'm like, okay, we're looking out for a creepy guy in a fedora. <laughs> he wasn't wearing the fedora. He oh, was just, he wow. was just the creepy guy. So just the creepy, just the creepy, <laughs> creepy guy. Just the creepy guy that was waiting right and, and, at the boat then, ramp. <laughs> before before they met up with with this guy, like, listen, guys, he's got a great personality. Just uh, yeah. <laughs> he, he's he's a little special. Just treat him well. Sean Sean reminded me at one point it was so fucking hot, Chris, that you know we're all sweating. Um, yeah, Sean's yeah, yeah. tit sweat it made a smiley oh, face yeah. on his shirt. Yeah. I was like, oh, yeah, you hey, got listen, a smiley face. We've all been there. Yeah. We've all been yeah. there. 
And by we, I mean me this last year. <laughs> well, that's the very, Scott, very, very uh, what was your first impression of me and me, though? Oh, that's a good question. You were exactly what I expected. It, you walked the way that I expected you to walk. You talked, you, you know, everything about you. Um, it was, it was, it was so, you know, I always say it's, it's so crazy that we like, we take for granted, you know, when we talk all the time, we take for granted that we've never met in person. It was just so cool to hang out with you in person, uh, rather than just, just doing this. Um, yeah. I tend to get annoying when I drink. So I was like very conscious of that. Um, I don't think I succeeded. I think I was still annoying, but, uh. I, I felt really bad. I didn't want to leave you guys, but also Michaela and I were so tired and there was a lot of, of you guys. No, 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 <laughs> no, these guys. no, there, there was, <laughs> and there was, um, a little bit of drama leading into the evening, uh, that I was, I was mentally drained before I even got to, uh, to horror night. So, you know, it's just, um, it was really cool to hang out with you though. It was yeah. awesome. Yeah. Well, we had a great time. And um, yeah, like I said, it, it was an awesome trip. It was very, we're very exhausted. My watch was very confused because it, it's like, right. You're walking, you're walking way too much. <laughs> <laughs> You've hit 1000% of your move goal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's but, funny. Chris uh, gets up and goes to the refrigerator and he hits a thousand percent of his move goal. For the day. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah. I'm, I'm, yeah, this is, I'm ahead of schedule. Um, I hope to have the same experience, hopefully, in the near future, visiting you and Sean in your home state, you guys. I don't know if there's a... There's haunted houses in my neighborhood. I don't know if there's any in your neighborhood, Wait, so maybe we just do something else. We got some good ones here, and especially there's like a, um, a tuberculosis hospital that's haunted here. Like some, oh, some that'd be like nice. real deep like haunted stuff. So. Is Susie yeah, there from the Carousel Progress? She, she might be. <laughs> We will bring Sorry. our. Uh, I, I, I have our uh, our resident uh, demonologist on speed <laughs> before we go. They, we haven't played that interview yet. Nobody gets that reference except for us. <laughs> that was just for you guys. <laughs> I think about him every day. Um, <laughs> well, Nick, I'm glad you had such a good time. I'm glad that you were able to make it out la- make it out alive uh, meeting Scott because. Um, you know, that's a lot. He's, no, I'm kidding. He's a good guy, and we Scott, we love that. Thank you. We have we have we have an amazing amazing group. I'm I'm very privileged to uh, to be friends with with you guys. Very excited to meet. I, I just I cannot wait for the day for us to all be together in person together. I think it might be the end of the world when we all meet. It'll be a it'll be together. a badass day for sure. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, with all that being said, um, Scott, can you uh, <laughs> do you have any summaries for us? I do. Oh gosh! <laughs> but you know what, guys? We haven't mentioned that it's my birthday week too. We haven't. Oh, we haven't. Jeez. Uh, For I, a birthday month. I just figured when is this air? This is next week. I don't even this know is what next week, day it yeah. is anymore. But yeah, it's my birthday month still. So technically, yeah. So happy birthday to me. Thank you. Happy yes. Happy birthday <laughs> to you. <laughs> I, you know, I, I I thought I said in the beginning I must have. Uh, you know, oh, you know what? I see. It's my. It was the one paper of my notes that fell mm. on the floor. It did say you know, mention Nick's birthday month. So I'm sorry. Well, it, it clumsy me. It, a it a good friend there. like me remembers and does a whole montage uh, clip. I, I don't have to put it on notes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So um, we started off uh, with the episode, and I thought to myself, "Here we go again." Chris is talking about owning his own business. 
How many times do I have to tell you, stealing the catalytic converters off from under your neighbor's cars <laughs> is not a goddamn business? <laughs> Teach their own. <laughs> Nick got an un- unfortunate call from Virgin. Well, 24 years ago, I also got an unfortunate <laughs> call from a virgin. Just kidding. I love you, Darren. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Nick was on the phone. <laughs> Nick, Nick was on the phone with Virgin. I completely misunderstood. I didn't realize he was talking about the cruise company. I thought he was on the phone with a sophisticated gentleman. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. <laughs> oh my god. We love you. <laughs> Nick was telling us that that the cruise cancellation ruined a couple's honeymoon. I can relate. Uh marrying my wife ruined her honeymoon. <laughs> <laughs> when Nick was talking about the cancellations, uh Chris dropped in with a oh, because the ship hit an iceberg. Chris, how's your hip from that ship hitting you? <laughs> Hey, Tori is Achilles, didn't you know that? <laughs> no idea. No idea. <laughs> Nick said, once you get on board, all your worries go away. Words that Chris hears all too often from Nick. <laughs> it's true. It's painfully true. <laughs> Just a little bit of poppers. That's all you need. <laughs> that's what I was laughing about. Wait, when he said that, I immediately <laughs> thought of that joke and I lost it. <laughs> Nick was very upset with Virgin. 24, 24 years ago, I was also upset with a Virgin. Oh, wait. I already did that joke. My bad. <laughs> I'm a sucker for repeating jokes. <laughs> I am a huge sucker for that. Nick spoke to a lot of supervisors, like a lot of supervisors and their supervisors. I'm sold on using a travel agent at this point. So check out Sandpiper Vacations and make sure you ask for vacation planning, Karen. (laughs) (laughs) Unfortunately, the splash of romance package was not available. Chris's splash of romance package is always available for Nick. (laughs) (laughs) And finally, Nick mentioned that he's a Super Mario fan. Uh, This comes as no surprise to me. A man high on mushrooms sliding in and out of pipes does kind of sound like his thing. (laughs) Did Ryan write that one? (laughs) Yes. Because that doesn't sound like it. (laughs) Thank you, Ryan. And those are my summaries. Uh, I love a good mushroom. There was a good mix of both him and me in there. This uh, sounds sounds like paradise. <laughs> I don't know where to go yeah. from there. Well, if you don't know where to go but want to go somewhere, reach out to Nick at SanPerverVacations.com. He'll tell you where the hell to go. He'll plan it for you. I guess that's all I want to say ending this episode is uh, if you think what Nick said was super cool and you're jealous, you don't have to be. You can go to SanPerverVacations.com. He'll plan it all for you. 
he, this is, it's market research for him. It's not it really is. a vacation. It's work. And it's very hard. And we are hiring more travel advisors. So if you want to, oh. if you want to do it for a living or on a, as a side job, we are hiring. So wow, that's great yeah. to know. So now double if you want to go on a vacation. If, if you want to make going on vacation your job, <laughs> reach out to Nick and say about vacations as well. Do you um, provide dental? I might fill out an application. <laughs> He provides oral. Oh, I was going to say oral. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Beat me to it. I'm really good at beating Nick to things. Um, <laughs> usually to a finish. All right. Well, that's all for us tonight. I hope you enjoyed tonight's episode. On behalf of Scott and Nick, I'm Chris. Have a great week. Now, um, Nick didn't ask you this yet but we were talking about it today um are you busy next wednesday at around 6 30 for dizzies um he already messaged me so yes i'm gonna be doing it oh Grand, perfect Grand for Flirting. Grand Flirting. yeah and we want to talk we want you to recap your coast to ghost tour too sweet so i can't make obviously, dick jokes on there though obviously have to remit the universal now you make dick jokes no you <laughs> nothing about universal <laughs> yeah dick jokes are all gay but no you <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah, you can't go onto a Disney okay. history podcast talking about Universal. Yeah, no, that's no, bad. That, that's yeah. way worse than a Disney. Skiing is fine. Uh, yeah, Disney treats me better. Tell them about the poppers; they'll love to hear that. Mm. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. Our, our our audience needs to be Mary Poppers. <laughs> <laughs>